Welcome to Kingdom.Think, where we are reading the Bible in one year, and we're going through the book of Isaiah. So what's the thought process when you go through the book of Isaiah? You want to keep an open mind. Remember, God is speaking through Isaiah to give a message to the world. Now, if God is so magnanimous and so his thoughts are so much bigger than ours, then clearly some of the messages that he will give through the prophet will be bigger than we can comprehend, more intricate, more mysterious than we can comprehend. So if you read the book of Isaiah with that in mind, that God is laying a message down, your conscious brain, your your conscious brain, the one that's the thinking brain, may not fully understand, but your spirit mind will. And that's why you read the book of Isaiah or any other book, Revelations or the deeper books of the Bible, that's why you read them. Or even the boring ones that you're like, well, I don't really care about that. Or even the sad ones. Why do you read them? Your conscious brain might think something because it's based on who you are, how you live, your culture, the timing that you live in in the world. But your spirit self will get exactly what it needs. Like there might be a sentence that's pertaining to a story but your spirit will read it as a message to you directly. I hope that makes sense. So even though I'm going to skim through some things, some chapters, um, and certainly like chapter 23, which is a prophecy against, um, I guess it's spelled, pronounced Tyre, T-Y-R-E, whale, you ships of Tarshish. Okay, so they're the people of Tarshish. For Tyre is destroyed and left without house or harbor from the land of Cyprus. Word has come to them. So it's a whole prophetic word about Tarshish. (laughs) Be silent, you people of the island and you merchants of Sidon, whom this... Okay, so you're going to read this and you're going to, what is he talking about? Who is he talking about? It's okay to have those questions and it's okay to have to dig deeper if you want. And it's okay... To not dig deeper and just read it and go, hmm, didn't fully get that, but something in your spirit has gotten exactly what it needs. And certainly your spirit just wants to hear the voice of God. And so God is speaking through this passage, even though it's talking about something totally unrelated. So I hope that makes sense because um, I can read, read bits and pieces of 23, but it's, you'll have to read it on your own just to see what your spirit gets. Otherwise, it's about this area called Tarshish that's being destroyed. Um, and Egypt. Let's see. I think it's Egypt. I think this is one. Okay. When, when word comes to Egypt, they will be in anguish at the report from Tyre. Cross over to Tarshish, wail, you people of the island. Is this your city of revelry, the old, old city, whose feet have been taken, have taken her to settle in far-off lands? Okay, on and on. Um, so yeah, yep, yep, yep. There's mention of sight. Oh, no, no, no. Um, the Assyrians have made it a place for desert creatures. Okay. This particular chapter was difficult for me to read, and that's okay. 
If I understood every single piece of the Bible, what would be the point of reading it over and over and over and over again for the rest of my life? Maybe some point in my lifetime, this particular chapter will actually mean something to me. I read it today and it's like, well, it doesn't mean anything to me. But someday it will. Who knows when? Okay, chapter 24. Um, This is the chapter that most people probably don't like to read. It's the devastation of the earth, not knowing, well, when is this going to happen? Did did some of this already happen? Um, Can God change his mind? Because it's a lot of destruction, earthquakes, things like that. Is this the end times? Is this apocalyptic times? You're going to have all those kind of questions when you read chapter 24. Um, Well, at the beginning it says, See, the Lord is going to lay waste the earth and devastate it. He will ruin its face and scatter its inhabitants. It will be the same for its priests as for people, for the masters as for the servants, for the mistress as for the servants her servants, for seller as for buyer, for borrower as for lender, for debtor as for creation. The earth will be completely laid waste and totally plundered. The Lord has spoken this word. So is this the end times? And don't allow yourself to get freaked out in fear and closing the Bible and say, I can't read this. This is terrible. Um, I don't want to know. You don't have to read that part. You don't have to think that. Just allow it to speak to your spirit. Because in verse 14, it says, They raise their voices, they shout for joy. From the west they acclaim the Lord's majesty. Therefore, in the east, give glory to the Lord. Exalt the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the island of the sea, from the ends of the earth, we hear singing glory to the righteous one. So here you read all this devastation devastation verses 1 through 13 then all of a sudden there's this praising and worshiping who's that verse 14 through 16 who who are they talking about nobody really knows maybe your spirit knows but your conscious mind doesn't know and the greatest theologians don't even know who is he talking about possibly those righteous ones who followed the ways of the lord those who were saved Saved from what? From this destruction. So when we say, oh, this person got saved, that means they accepted Jesus into their life. They're saved. Saved from what? This earth's devastation. And then they will rise up to heaven with, with Jesus. So there's much, much to unpack, even in how you interpret that or how you think about that. But in the simplest, most clear is Jesus came to save the people of the earth because this devastation is going to happen to the earth. But when you get saved, you are one of these in verse 14. That's the simplest way to think about it. But you'll unravel that as time goes on. Year after year, as you read this passage, it'll speak to you in a different way. And one time you'll read it and you'll just get this profound revelation and you'll have certainty. That's what we're after. And if you think about the book of Isaiah, it's the God is revealing himself in this book a little bit at a time. Just So just chew on it a little bit at a time. And then chapter 25, because we're reading 23, 24, and 25, it shifts gears a little bit, and it's a praise to the Lord instead of 
a devastation of the earth and then a prophetic devastation of Tarshish or Tyr. Um, chapter 25 is the Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. You have made the city a heap of rubble for the fortified town of ruin. The foreigner's strongholds, a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong people will honor you. Cities of ruthless nations will re revere you. You have been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat. For the breath of the sh ruthless is like a storm driving against a wall and like the heat of the desert. So it is a, it is, um, a praising of the Lord. In that day, he will say, surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. The hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, but Moab will be trampled in their land. As straw is trampled down in manure, they will stretch out their hand, hands in it as swimmers stretch out their hands to swim. So see, there's... He talks about salvation right here in verse 9. Verse 9, chapter 25. So as much as 24 talks about devastation with a glimmer of hope for the for people who were saved. Um, and then 25 basically goes into great detail how to be saved. This is before Jesus came onto the scene. Can it still be done? Yes, of course. Praising God, glorifying the Lord. And you'll be saved. But then Jesus comes onto the scene, made it even easier to be saved. Whew. Okay, here we go. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, that was chapter 23, 24, and 25 of the book of Isaiah. Pretty powerful stuff, right? Okay, make it a great day. See you soon.